Thank you for listening to the FWC Beaumont podcast. This week, we had our family worship Sunday and our children's pastor, Pastor Zach Perry, talks about the colors of Easter. As I talk about these colors, what I want you guys to think about is this. I want you to think about the way that the world sees you in light of those colors. And by the world, I mean every other person. I want you to think about the way you see yourself in light of those colors, what, what the voice in your head says to your face in the mirror. And lastly, we're going to think about what God thinks about us when he looks at us in light of these colors. We hope you enjoy this week's message, The Colors of Easter. We're going to talk this morning about colors. Is everybody good with that? We'll talk about colors. It's springtime. It's Easter time. You know, uh, we're celebrating this season. The grass is green again. The flowers are starting to bloom. So I think it's appropriate that we talk about colors. Um, because as far back as human history has been written down, it seems like colors have all had meanings associated with them. Certain colors we tend to associate with certain things. So we're going to talk about that. And I, I pray that what I have to say this morning is impactful to each of us, from the oldest to the youngest in this room. That what I have to say would, would sit in your heart and you'd be able to carry it with you throughout this week. Uh, as a matter of fact, deacons, if you guys want to help me out real quick. I got a little something. We, we, we got together and got something for you guys, uh, some little armbands. To, deacons are going to pass them out. Because um, I want us all to kind of together be able to be unified. So I got mine on right here. They're just the little colored armbands. And if everybody would take one and, and put it on for me. Now, you don't, have to, you don't have to wear it when you leave. You know, uh, you can take it off when you leave. That's fine. But if you don't mind putting it on for me this morning, let's do it together. We got these off of one of those websites where if you buy in bulk, you get them like really, really cheap, you know. So I ordered the brightly colored bracelets with Christian sayings. And that was a mistake because then I had to spend most of last night pulling out all the ones that say God helps those that help themselves and other such things. So check yours. If you got a false one, let me know. There will be no false doctrine here today. But they should all be pretty much like Jesus loves you type stuff. So as they're passing those out, you guys are getting ready. I'm going to actually, I'm going to need a couple of volunteers this morning. So I'm wondering if there's anybody in this house that wants to help me. I'm going to need, uh, I'm seeing some hands already. Okay, I'm going to go with Reese. Reese, will you come sit in this chair right here? Okay, I need, oh man, oh man. I, I need, yeah, we'll take adults. We haven't, okay, Angie. Okay, let's see. Um, Hunter Bell, come on down, brother. And one more, let me get another young one. You kids, put your hands back up. Right, no, no. Cadence, you want to do it? I saw your hand up. You want to do it? All right, come on, girl. And if my, if my helpers will go ahead and, and come up and just kind of, yeah, you too. Y'all, y'all kind of keep the, especially this one and this one, if y'all keep them in line. I'd appreciate it. So we're talking about color this morning, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, why in the world did you go in the back and change out of your bright red t-shirt into all white to talk about color? It makes no sense. We'll get to that in a minute. It all starts, though. It all starts with an apple. Now, I got a question for you guys as they're passing out the bracelets. And it's not a trick question, so stay with me. The simple question is, is the apple red? That's a simple question. And it's rhetorical, Reese. So, Reese says yes. I mean, it's not a trick. Do you guys agree with me? Is the apple red? We good on the red apple? Okay. So how do you know it's red? Because it looks red? Because you can see it? Can we all see that it's red? Okay. Well, let's take it one step further. How does our brain know to tell us that this is red? Right? Here's the answer. Light waves. You guys know that? Are you about to science me? Cool. Light waves. Every color in the spectrum is contained in light waves, be it the sun outside or these lights in here. Every color that we see is just a wave of light, and our brains and our eyes translate them certain ways to see certain things. 
So, for example, if I took any person in this room, youngest to oldest, and I gave them a white sheet of paper and a box of 24 crayons, and I said to, uh, to draw the sun, what color would y'all pick? Yellow, right. You'd all pick yellow. But if we go outside right now, it's almost high noon. If we go outside right now, stare at the sun, it's not yellow at all. In fact, it's perfectly white. But as the day gets long, as it begins to go through the atmosphere at a different angle, the light reflect, refracts, and we begin to see yellow first, then orange, then red. Because the light is bouncing through the atmosphere, and those colors are appearing to us. Is everybody with me so far? Well, like I said before, certain colors have certain meanings. And we're going to talk about some of those colors today. But as I talk about these colors, what I want you guys to think about is this. I want you to think about the way that the world sees you in light of those colors. And by the world, I mean every other person. I want you to think about the way you see yourself in light of those colors, what, what the voice in your head says to your face in the mirror when you look. And lastly, we're going to think about what God thinks about us when he looks at us in light of these colors. Is everybody good with me? Y'all ready to do this? Okay. Uh, guys, your job is real simple, and the helpers are help. They're, they will help you. Um, it's just I need a little color, Okay. So we're going to start by talking about the color red. So can you guys help me out with the uh, red powder right there and right there? Y'all know what to do, right? Do you have to be told? All right, Reese. Here we go. Let's talk about the color red for a minute, okay? Go ahead, girls. Go ahead. Give it to me. The color red. What, is, what do you think of when you think of the color red? You think of anger, right? Do you think of fear, stop, caution? Don't. Okay, that's good. Reese, that's good. That's good. That's good. When the world looks at us, they see the red. They see, maybe they see sin. Maybe they see anger issues that we have. They look down on us. Or how about when we look in the mirror and we say, I stop. I can't do this. I'm not qualified. There's colors and there's the way that the world looks at you and there's the way that you look at you. But how many of you know when God looks at your life, he sees red? And he is pleased by it. We can talk about other colors. Let's talk about, let's talk about the color green. Can we talk about the color green for a minute? What does the color green represent? Inexperience, right? Uh, greenhorn, you guys ever heard that terminology, greenhorn? What else? What else does green represent? How about envy? You envious? You guys so far haven't hit me in the face, and I'm grateful for that. Oh, Danielle. Green is envy, right? When the world looks at you, and they see your life, and they say, this person doesn't have the experience. They're green. They're inexperienced. They don't have what it takes. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, sometimes you're, you're tempted to say, man, I'm so envious of these other people because they have the experience, and the outcome of that experience has made their life better. And I just don't have what it takes. I feel green. But how many of you know when God looks at you and he sees the green in your life, he sees a plan in action? What about blue? Can we talk about the color blue? Is there any blue? Angie, you're not going to play? <laughs> the color blue. What, is, what does the color blue represent? Hey, the color blue is the only color that has its own music genre. <laughs> Thanks. Good, you're good. Okay. Sadness. Loneliness. The world looks at us and say, oh, look how sad. They got the blues. Or we look in the mirror and we just, the voice in our head says, ah. So lonely, just not a part. But God looks at us and he sees the blue in our lives and it gives him great pleasure. There's another color up here. It's yellow. Is there any yellow left? Yeah. They got all mixed up. What's yellow, guys? Come on, what, what is it? When somebody says you're yellow, what are they talking about? 
Joy, happy, that's good. I was going to go with chicken. If y'all don't see a pattern here, I'm hitting, hitting all the negative connotations of these colors. So, whew. yellow tastes good, y'all. Fear, right? Caution, chicken, chicken, you yellow. The world looks at us and say, we better pump the brakes on this guy, this girl. They don't have what it takes. We look at ourselves in the mirror and we go, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to try. God looks at us. And he sees what he's wanted all along. Let me explain, let me explain it to you for a minute. Let's, let's go back to the apple, can we? God made a garden. He made a man and a woman, and he put them in the garden. And he made them a perfect paradise. And what did God do every single day with the man and the woman? He hung out with them. Literally, that was on God's schedule. Five o'clock, got to get to the garden, going on a walk with Adam. And he had one simple rule because how many of you know, if there were no rules in paradise, how could we prove to God that we love him? So he had one simple rule. He said, look, guys, in the garden, there's, there's two trees in the middle, and uh, one of them is the tree of life and one of them is the tree of knowledge. Here's my one rule. To show me that you love me, don't eat from the tree of knowledge. It's that simple. And things went on for, I don't know, maybe a couple days, maybe a couple thousand years. I don't know how long. But eventually they broke, and they ate the apple. Now, I told you earlier that as long as human history has been written down, blue is meant sad and yellow is meant chicken. And the same thing, I think, is kind of with the, the apple that Adam and Eve ate an apple. The Bible doesn't say that. I have no idea if apples grow over there. But it's always just considered the apple. So they took what represented the one way that they could prove their love to God. They broke that one rule. And how many know when rules are breaking, broken, there's consequences and there's punishments? And the consequences of the rule that was broken were laid out right there in Genesis chapter 3 where God told Adam that from now on your work would be laborious and it would be hard and it would just pretty much make your life miserable. And he told Eve that from now on the joy of bringing a child into the world would be very painful. Those are consequences but not punishment. There was a punishment. And it was very clearly laid out that day. And the punishment didn't go to Adam and it didn't go to Eve but instead it went directly to Jesus. All the way back in Genesis chapter 3, God said, here's what's going to happen. My son is going to come. He's going to shed his blood. And he is going to take the punishment for the sin that you, Adam, and you, Eve, have committed. And guess what? He left the door open, and it's a good thing. Because each of us have made that same kind of choice in our lives. And we have all sinned. And now, what we deserve is to be separated from God. But he had a plan for us. So there's consequences, and there's punishment. But there's also protection. And I think it's key that we see this. A lot of times you read the story, there's the consequences, there's the punishment, and then God kicks them out of the garden, puts the angels at the gate with the fiery swords, not coming back in this place. Oh, man, that was a harsh punishment, right? That wasn't a punishment. That was protection. Remember, I told you there's two trees in the middle of the garden, the tree of knowledge and the tree of life. And God knew that if Adam and Eve were allowed to continue to live in the garden, continue to eat from the tree, they would live forever but separated from him because they had sinned and entered sin into the equation and God is perfect and sin won't be in God's presence. They had to die. See, God said there will be death, there will be blood. My son will pay the price. And that's the plan that he's had from the beginning. So when we look at these colors, when we look at these colors of Easter, when we look at these colors that God has laid out for us, we see red 
God sees red, but he sees the blood of his son that paid for our sins. And that's very, very important. This conversation would stop right here if our sins weren't paid for. Do you all agree with me on that? But what good would it be to have our sins paid for if we didn't have new life? But God rose Jesus from the dead so that we could join him in rising from the dead in new life. So God sees the green in our life. He sees newness. He sees a brand new life that was part of his plan all along. But what good is it to have your sins forgiven and to be given new life if it's the same old life you've always lived? Oh, how about this? How about adoption into the royal family? How many of you know that when a man and a woman have a child naturally, they don't even start planning until they know what gender the baby's going to be, right? If it's a boy, they paint the room. And if it's a girl, they paint the room. And who knows how old that tradition is? As long as, yeah, old. But how many know that when a man and a woman decide to adopt a child, there's a lot of work involved. They got to do paperwork. They got to put up the money. They have to prove that they love this child they want to adopt to other people. You don't have to do that when you have a child naturally. It's so beautiful that God chose to call us his children through adoption. In other words, he's saying, I'm putting in the work because I want you in my family. And finally, the gold. If you think about heaven, you think about gold. What's the gold for? It's simply God putting all this together so that we could be with him again. Because that's his plan from all along. Pastor Philip often says that when he gets to heaven, he just might give Jesus a big old bear hug. And that's fun, and we all laugh at that. But the reality of it is, that's heaven. That's what it's all about. God just wants us to be in his presence, and we should want to be in his presence. And that, that's what it's all about. So, I challenge you guys this week, when you look in the mirror and you hear that voice, you hear, you hear the voice of green of envy, remember that God has given you a new life. If you hear the voice of red because you have anger issues, remember that Jesus' blood paid the price for that. If you see that you're feeling blue or feeling lonely, remember that God has adopted you into the royal family. And if you're scared, if you're fearful, remember this. Ultimately, God's plan at the end of it all is for you and him to be together. And that's a beautiful thing, is it not? Huh? Is that good? Yeah. God loves you that much, guys, that much. So think about that this week. Keep the bracelets on if you want to as a reminder of the colors of Easter and how God looks at us differently. Amen? Amen. Oh, uh, did we, the apple. Did we ever decide if the apple was red or not? I don't remember. We talked about it. We got a little sciencey, and then I got kind of sidetracked. So is the apple red? Okay. But the red is in the light. We discussed that. The light waves are red so is it the apple red that we see or is it the red light that we see coming off of the apple that's deep right well i had to do some research and i looked it up and here's what i found out check this out you know why we see this apple is red because it's red all of the colors of the spectrum are in this light right now shining on this apple and because the apple is red it absorbs every color in the spectrum and reflects its true color back onto us into our eyes oh (laughs) i don't think you guys heard me Every color of the spectrum is shining on that apple now. And it is absorbing every color in the spectrum. And because it's red, it's reflecting our true, its true color back on us. Just like Jesus Christ hung on the Christ. Jesus Christ hung on the cross and he absorbed our sin. He absorbed our shame. He absorbed our guilt and our loneliness. And he reflected his pure white back onto us. So that when the heavenly father looks at us, 
He sees exactly who he created you to be because of his plan for you. You guys bow your heads with me. I want to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to come into this house and to look at what you've done for us and to look at the plan that you laid out from the very beginning of time. Lord, as we're in this mood of Easter and we're celebrating what your son did for us, what you and your son did for us last week, we just want to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you for sending your son. Thank you for putting that adoption process in place because you had me in mind, because you had us in mind. We love you for that. We thank you that that you loved us first, Jesus, so that we could in turn love you. Now, if, if you're here in this room this morning and you're hearing what I'm saying and you're realizing that for the first time, all the things in your life that you were fearful of or angry about or or whatever, you're realizing that God can take those and make them into something so much more. You're hearing these words and you're saying, I never knew that the King of Heaven wanted to adopt me. If that's you and you want to join this family today, I want to present the opportunity to you right here this morning. Right now, before we go eat lunch and before we hunt Easter eggs, before we get onto our fun, I want to present the opportunity to join the family of God. And it's real simple. God's got the door wide open. He's got the paperwork filled out, and he wants you to come. He's just waiting for you to show that you love him by saying yes. If you're in this room this morning, and you want to change your life right now by giving it over to Jesus, would you just trust me and raise your hand this morning so that we can pray with you? Everybody raise. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. I'll give it just a minute. If there's anybody else that wants to raise their hand, God has set a plan in place from the very beginning, and it was you that he had in mind. Is there anybody else that wants to pray with us this morning? All right. If you guys would just join me and we'll all pray together. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I commit my life to you right now. I thank you that you chose to adopt me. And I thank you that I can be in your family. Lord Jesus, thank you for paying for my sins with your blood I commit my life to you in Jesus name Amen Amen. Let's give those guys a hand Thank y'all for being brave It's beautiful Once again, thank you for listening to our podcast For more information on our church please visit our Facebook page at FWC Beaumont Also, we would like to invite you to our Easter service on Easter Sunday at 1030 on our campus That's all we have. We'll be back next week.